Welcome to Sunnyside, Gypsy. <laughs> That's Lotso Huggin' Bear, which I think Lotso stands for Lots to Hug and Kiss, but in the movie, I don't think so. Because he's evil. Lotso's just a bastard. Um, and Lotso, if you're not familiar, is that little pink bear from Toy Story. And before I get into why I did that, I'm going to give you a small anecdote of a story, which is a story, so I don't know why I said it that way, but for Christmas a few years ago, my father wanted to buy my sister a Lotso bear, because me and her love the movie, and he was telling me, oh yeah, I'm I was going to get your sister that bear, but it's really dirty looking, but I got it for her anyway. And it has, like, brown stains on it and everything. And I was like, Dad, that's because, like, in the movie, he gets pushed out in the rain by his owner and he gets ran over a few times or something like that. And that's the reason he looks dirty. But the fact that my father bought her the doll anyway, thinking that it was just dirty, is fantastic. But back to what I was saying. The reason I said, welcome to Sunnyside, Gypsy. Is because he said he says welcome to Sunnyside, folks, and I've been watching the act, which came out in 2019, but it feels like it came out much earlier. And the mo the mother talks like this. Hey, Gypsy. No, that's definitely just Lotso again. Um, just give me a second. It takes me like a minute to get into her. Oh, sweet baby, Gypsy. Did you take your medication, Gypsy? She talks just like. Did you take your medication, Gypsy? No, that now I'm starting to sound like um, hey Peter, that friggin' uh, that uh, that sickly old man, who's always uh, you know, preying on um, Chris from Family Guy. Hi, Chris. But. Yeah, so she sounds like that, not the old man from Family Guy, but she's like, Oh, Gypsy, did you take your medication, Gypsy? Mm. So, you know, no, it's like a mix of, of some country woman with the um, the pervert old man from Family Guy. Oh, Gypsy. Well, you know, give me a second. Let me... I'm going to get Patricia Arquette saying a sentence here um let's see okay um mother in the act talking oh now it's just the the, the regular it's such an awful story by the way um oh gypsy whatever you know i'm like to the point where i'm getting really angry wait let me just do patricia arquette you know why do they have to do this why what patricia Arquette, the act. Alright, let's see. Talking. In show. Let's see. Um, are they just never... Are they, are they just not going to have it? Okay, here's the... We're gonna live in this house together for the rest of our lives. 
We're going to live in this house together for the rest of our lives, Gypsy. So, uh, the inside. You wait. Until Let's see, she's yelling about them. What are you trying to do? Prove that you're a better mother than me. What are you trying to do? Prove that you're a better mother than me. So that's it. Now you guys can believe it because I did it. That I could really do her voice. But sometimes it just gets confused with that perverted old man. Um, but yeah, I just started... Well, I didn't just start... I actually did just start watching that show. But me and my family binged it in like a week. It's so well written. So well written. I could see why so many people were talking about that show when it came out. And I didn't know the real story. And when it came out, I felt like I was already late to watching it. So I just never did. And I watched it, and it's so well written. Such an interesting story. Um, it's about a woman who has Munchausen by proxy, which is um, an illness where you um, take care of somebody like they're sick, but they're really not. But the interesting part is is that Gypsy could walk, and she made it like she couldn't and she was giving her all these medications um which ended up making her sick um well you know dependent on some of the medications not dependent but where like it did damage like her teeth fell out and stuff like that the daughter um it's just really a sick story and it's just so it's really sad because when you're watching you're like oh my it's so interesting but it, the the worst part is that it's real you know, it's really eerie because it's real what happened. And it's sad because you feel you're angry with the mother and Gypsy and the boyfriend. And then you feel bad for all of them. Like, I, you know, I feel bad for all of them. But also, like, to what extent? So, just, and uh, Joey King was great in that. And we want to watch it again. That's how good it was. Just a great show. It's up there in my top, probably top 10 best shows of all time. On the lower end of the spectrum, but definitely up there. And uh, yeah, Joey King was great. Um, we were watching interviews with her and she's she's really goofy in interviews. I like it. I think she's funny. I like watching it. But my mother and sister are like, I can't watch her. I can't. She's like, rawr, 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 rawr. She's like a Peanuts character, really. Um... But yeah, I, I recommend it. And if you watched it or you're going to watch it, tell me about it. We can discuss because I need somebody to talk to about it because I feel like the tide has passed for that show. And it's like, if I bring it up, it's like, why are you even talking about that? That was eight years ago, that show, even though it was only last year, but which I can't believe because I feel like people were talking about that a long time ago, but maybe it's just a false memory. So Drake came out with a candle and it just, it makes me think about how uh, Gwyneth Paltrow came out with the goop candle, which is the scent of her vagina candle. And I don't know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like if, if the goop candle was in like a TJ Maxx and it was open, I would smell it. You know, not that I want to, I'm not like inclined to do it, you know, but I would cause I'm wondering cause people went wild for that. Like people... Men and women, the young and the old, you know, love the smell of vagina candles. I mean, the fact that she sold out so quickly, it just, it does spike my interest. I'm not going to lie. I would never buy that. Um, 
because, you know, like if I wanted to sniff a vagina, I mean, I have one. So not that I'm going to, I'm just saying like, uh, and plus I, I don't, I don't have the interest of smelling anybody's vagina, even my own. I don't have the interest in it. And like, what, what is her vagina smell like that? It would be, oh, wow. I'm going to put this in a candle and sell it. But just the fact that so many people bought it, I am, I am interested. I would just like to know what it smells like, even if I don't have to smell it, just like if I could get like an excerpt on like, oh, it smells like this and that, you know? But I just think it's odd overall. I mean, she made her money, but I think it's odd. I would never invest in a vagina scented candle. But, you know, this is 2020. I mean, that was, I think last year, 2019, this is what people do. People buy vagina scented candles. And in this time, you know, people like that. So if you have a weird, honestly, I should get what my feet smell like and put that in a candle. Because people will buy it. I'm telling you people will buy it. Because people love feet. That I know, people love feet. So, I could have, like, young white woman foot. That could be the scent. Uh, this, is, this is just getting out of hand, but... Drake is also joined the chat here and he has, he's going, he already made a candle that smells like him and I think that sold out as well. But you know, like, are we gonna, what you're really paying for is like what Drake cologne, what Drake's cologne smells like. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting what a true person smells like because a real person with no fragrance, no soap, no nothing, either smells dirty or just normal. You know, like you're literally paying, paying for like an old spice scent. That he uses. Like if he uses a Versace cologne. That's what you're going to get. So you're playing yourself. You know what I mean? Instead of getting a Drake candle and lighting it and listening to his music pretending he's in your house. You could just buy a Versace pair of like a Versace. 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 Um, You could buy a Versace perfume and play his music and then you can feel like Drake himself. So I mean I think that's more beneficial in my opinion. And let me see how much the price is on that candle. I'm very curious about that to be to be honest with you. Um, let me see. And I want to know how goop how much goop is. How much does the Drake candle cost? $80 and it emits a smooth musk fragrance is introspective as in an interpretation of your own beautiful self, yet extrovertive as how you would want others to see your bold and brilliant self. What the? That's literally just a bunch of crap. So it's like, get it, you feel great about yourself and it makes you think how beautiful you are. So having a candle that smells like a Versace perfume is... Apparently it's going to heal all evil. So $80... You know what I can do with $80? A lot. Um, let's see how much how much is Gwyneth Paltrow goop? Let's see. Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow, a modern lifestyle brand. What else is what else is she selling? What are they selling? Um I guess come on, I don't want to be on her website. How much why is Goop successful? <sighs> Come on. 
How much does Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow cost? How are they going to put group? Definitely said goop. Um, come on. Goop. Shop. I guess 55? Mm. Oh my. Said the company was worth 250 million? For a vajandal? Wow. Um. Am I like stupid or something or what? Like why isn't why isn't why isn't it coming up? Nope, I found it. Um this smells like my orgasm candle. $75. This smells like my vagina candle. Wow, very very to the point. Very to the point. Wow. Dirty gingerbread candle. Wow. And you can even smell like her vagina. Like she has this smells like my vagina roll on and this smells like my orgasm roll on. Wonderful. That's exactly what I want to smell like. Gwyneth Paltrow's orgasm. So wow. And I'm over here making ten bob a week. While a lady is making the scent of her vagina a candle and a fragrance for your body. Well, you know, and honestly, I hate to say it, but this is how, like, celebrity culture is. If somebody said I'm making, like, a candle that smells like my shit, people would buy it and use it. Hmm. But, I mean, if I saw Gwyneth Paltrow, I'd slap her on the back and say, you know, bitch, you did it. Because you friggin' you're selling the smell of your vagina. And you made 250 million doing it. While I'm over here uh, fixing the, the uh, um, under cars and I don't even fix cars. So, in other news. In other news. In other news, um, breakdancing is going to be a sport in the 2024 Olympics. I think that's great. But they should definitely include, like, crimping, crumping, so they can, you know, what happened in the Bring It On movie with Hayden Panettiere, which is also, like, a dream of mine to know the choreography and do it, and just whenever things get dicey, um, in dance circles at clubs, or just in general, if I'm, um, if I'm fighting with somebody in a Walmart parking lot, that I can just do that. I think that would be amazing, and it's just, like... Definitely one of my inspirations growing up was Hayden Panettiere crumping. Crumping with a K, I think. Could be wrong. And I know she's she's been in two relationships where her and her boyfriend beat each other up in both both relationships. So it's just, I wonder why and how does it get to that extent. But... She looks like she could punch. She looks like she could really punch you and it would hurt. Yeah, that's not funny. I wish her the best. But that's it's just interesting. So. I don't know what the story is. But they should par- they should make parkour. 
parkour, parkour, parkour. They should make parkour a Olympic sport. Because that shit's difficult. And people, not only are they extremely athletic to be able to do the things they're doing, like jumping off of buildings and jumping off of cars while they're moving onto other cars, but it's it's dangerous. I mean, people have died in parkour in Japan. People have died. So, and parkour is no joke. I remember uh, my cousin was really into parkour and he was really good at it. He could like jump off of cinder blocks and land on his head and then on his feet and stuff like that. Truly amazing stuff and I witnessed it. And it was inspiring enough to me to the point where I decided I was going to try to do parkour with him. I was probably like maybe 13 or 14 and him and my sister were like 10 and when you're like 10, you're you're just more energetic and like your body's more, I guess, like you're more like jelly, you know what I mean? Because your body hasn't like formed yet. So you can just, you could jump like an antelope and sting like a bee and stuff like that. So, and plus he was a boy and he was like really in shape. I was always like chubby and I'm athletic, but like I, I can't get f- high off the ground. I always dreamed of like dunking on people and stuff like that, but my feet literally only leave like half of a foot long off the ground, uh, off the ground, because I'm not good with math, but I know the size of a foot long because of subway, so I can probably do like about a half a foot long, and that's always what it was, no matter how much in my mind, like if I think I can, I can. It's just I'm not aerodynamic that way. I'm very close to the ground always, no matter how hard I jump, how try high I try to jump, I never. You know, I could never do long jump or anything like that. I once tried to jump over two small kindergarten chairs when I was a volunteer at the kindergarten at my school. And, like, my foot got caught on the second one. And I literally went face first and bounced a bunch of times on the ground. And it, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I shook the school. But back to what I was saying. So, we were doing parkour and my cousin jumped over this for sale sign. And then I barely made it. And my foot, like, like grazed the top of the sign. And that should have been, like, a warning sign to stop. Like, God was trying to tell me you know? And I was like, cool. I made it. This means I should do something bigger now. So my cousin like climbed a gate in like less than three seconds or whatever. And I was like, I could do that. And you just like literally put one foot on it and climb with the other foot above it and jump off. That's what he did. I tried to do that. My shirt got stuck on the very top of the fence and I like teetered for a second and then fell right on my my back where I was out of breath. So, and then I ended with parkour because if you can't jump, parkour is not for you. I hate to be like the bringer of bad news, but if you can't jump and parkour is your dream, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to stop fighting for your dream, but most likely, I mean, because you'll, you'll always fall behind the pack. When you're with a bunch of like Asian men or young white people, I mean, you're just going to fall behind. Because when they start jumping off of like the Empire State Building onto... Madison Square Garden like it's just you're not gonna make it you know oh my foot is asleep and I hate that feeling um Gucci also uh so you know I wish you best of luck with parkour you know be careful out there kids it's not it's not as fun as it looks it's not as easy as it seems and I wouldn't start out doing things like hopping over fences it's just too dangerous uh, Gucci's selling some sunglasses that are literally, you know, when you put your sunglasses wrong, put your sunglasses on wrong and they're upside down. That's what it is. They're li- literally selling upside down glasses for like $750. I think 700 
799 sorry i had to yawn i think it's like 799 dollars you know how much i you know what i could do with 70 799 dollars i could have like a all-out party at mcdonald's like a freaking crazy party at mcdonald's with that money but people will buy it because it's popular it's trendy and it's like people think when i have to spend more for something oh i have to spend more for this it's worth it or it's cool or i can say it was this much but it's ugly and it's stupid i'm sorry it's it you look like i i don't know man if granny smith apple was a person i don't know i wonder if granny smith apple is based off a real individual let's see that let's take a look is granny smith from granny smith apple a real person let's see people Named for real Granny Smith, Maria Ann Sherwood was born into a farming family in England in 1799. Because of her parents' work, she became interested in agriculture and began working on the farm as well. What? What the hell? Wait, her name is Maria Ann Sherwood. And people called her Granny Smith? Granny Smith is actually a real person. The delicious light green Granny Smith apple was named for Maria Ann Smith, who in 1868 found an apple tree seedling growing in her backyard. Granny Smith, who lived in New South Wales, Australia, cultivated the tree's apples and took them to, took them to the market. Well, thanks, Granny Smith. Thank you. I get a weird reaction with apples. I love them and I eat them anyway, but like, my mouth gets all tingly and my throat starts to close, but I eat them anyway. I can have one once in a while. Like a dog eating chocolate. Even though I don't... I don't think dogs are supposed to have chocolate ever. It supposedly can kill them. But one time my dog got to my Halloween bag when I was a child. And he ate all of the chocolate. And he was alive and well. And he lived a nice long happy life. But I don't... I'm also not saying give your dog chocolate. Don't do it. I'm just saying like that's how rare it is to me. Like I'm living on the edge when I do it. But I do it anyway. You know? Just like how dogs eat chocolate. Oh, the card. <clears throat> oh my gosh. That was scary. I didn't even sound, uh, I scared myself there. Um, the Kardashians have signed a multi-year deal with Hulu. And I love that they said they were done. They're not doing the e-show anymore. And they're done, right? They're going to pursue their own things. That was a damn lie. I knew that that family cannot stay out of the spotlight. And more money, more problems. More like more money more money. I knew that that was going to happen. I told everybody I knew. I said, that's not the end of them. They're not just going to leave the show. I knew it. They love the spotlight and I don't know what they love more, the spotlight or money. And they got both. So you're going to be seeing them. I'm going to be seeing them until I'm in a walker. So you're going to hear, oh my God, Kim. Um, oh no, no, it's not like that. Sorry. That's, um, that's like a white person talking like that. That's, uh, th this other. Oh my god, Kim. Can you please stop? Wait, wait, wait. I have to, like, hear them for a second, you know, to be able to just get my mouth to do the right things. Let's see here. I love the, the fight between them. Fight between Kim and Courtney. Let's see. This year we learned anything's possible. No. I'm not gonna let you have an ad on my podcast, Walmart. Not today. Not ever. Unless you pay me, actually. Then we good. 
And then I get a call on my cell phone from Tristan. This is not the fight. We all just don't need to be like hanging out for no reason. We all just don't need to be hanging out for no reason. I think that, I mean, I totally hear. I think that. Where's that fight where they're like throwing the sand? Oh, here it is. Oh, oh boy. Said, Mom is so used to it. And then I said, me, Courtney, me and Chloe, do, you know, whenever. I'll literally f*** you up. You're I will literally f*** you up. That was so, when I saw that fight, like, I left because I'll punch you in your face. Don't fucking use your arms. You know, I, it's funny to watch. It really is because the fight just looks funny. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. But it's just sad that these are two, like, women women in their 30s like above above 35 and they're like mid to late 30s fighting with each other like it's embarrassing in a way like I wouldn't want to fight with my sister like it's cool that they're transparent on the show but and it does look just genuine that they like broke out and fought but I mean I just don't even if I were to fight my sister on television I wouldn't want to exploit it and have it become like a meme and have everybody talk about it it just doesn't it just doesn't look good and it's actually it's sad you know that they feel like you know, that's okay if we show that. Like, they shouldn't want to show that because it could, you know, deteriorate your family. I don't... Like, it was funny to watch, like I said, but it's just overall sad. Because that's your family at the end of the day. And everybody has seen you, you know, knee the other one in the stomach and then push them into a wall. And say, oh my god, stop. What's wrong with you? So, Yeah. Like, it was funny, but I wish they didn't do it. Because you, you just, you don't want to put your family business out there. Like, I believe, like, like that's awesome, but I think that there's a line, you know? And the fact, the fact that they're like, yeah, cool, put it in there. It's like, you don't need the money. You don't, you don't need people talking about you in that way. But I guess that's why they are making millions, close to billions of dollars while I'm riding 1800s horses through my town and making... Making only coins as my pay. You know? So, I remember uh, a few podcast episodes ago I was talking about Britney. But honestly, there's not really... I sort of kind of went over what... You know, I'm sorry for... You know, if you're sitting in your house with a Britney shirt and the Britney foam finger. The only really conspiracy part that I saw about it was that... You know, the whole black dress thing. It was like, you know, wear black if you're in trouble. And she wore black. But there's not really much else to it. I mean, like, that is a real thing. She, you know, her, the father really does have control over her finances. And, you know, he's he's the one that, the, that makes the decisions. I guess the conspiracy would be, like, you know, does she really need it or not? But I, I, I think I went into that a decent amount. I mean, if new information comes up, I'll definitely take a deep dive. But I will look into it some more. And if there's some new new stones that I haven't unturned, uh, I'll bring it up. But I think that was like the biggest point that I wanted to hit and I did. So don't worry, you know, don't, don't get nervous, you Britney people. Just put your shirt in, back in the drawer and your phone finger under the bed. And when I talk about it, I'll give you a heads up and then you can have some time to put the items on and then get excited again. 
Oh, so I... We had a cat that had kittens. And this cat was blind that had the kittens, right? And we were terrified that she was going to walk into the street pregnant or walk into the street with the kittens because she's blind. Um, so we ended up bringing her in the house and then she had the kittens. And we found homes for the kittens, which is great because we pre- had a previous disaster with ki- with kittens and it was awful. Um, but back to what I was saying. So we found homes for the kittens and... So I'm from Elizabeth. So this cat was this cat is Elizabeth Elizabeth born cat, and we found her home, and she's now in the home of a millionaire in New Hampshire, and she now is snubbing Rachel Ray food. So this this cat is eating better than me because I don't even eat Rachel Ray products. Um, and she she started from the bottom. Now she's here. Started from the bottom. Now the whole cat's effing here. So. She's her net worth is probably worth more than me. Well, I'm so happy for her, man. She she went from the one and nine to Can I please have some caviar on my plate? Meow meow meow. So good for her, man. I can only imagine and and you know, they also have a dog, so I imagine in a rich household just that all the pets get along. And they all wear like suits and stuff. But wow. She she probably eats more expensive food. Her food is probably more expensive than what I make in a weekly paycheck. While I'm making pennies on the dollar, that cat is eating caviar. Probably playing in a backyard while the parents play... What's that game um, where they have the mallets and they're hitting the balls on top of the horse? She's like rolling around in the grass while her owners do that. And I'm over here looking like I work in a coal mine when I come home. I'm like those people in, um, in Willy Wonka. Like that weird man that's in the bathtub with another person. There's like two people sleeping in the bathtub. That's like how much money I make at work. But yeah, man, I'm happy for her. She she really, she's doing big things. She's doing big things. She's living with a millionaire. I mean, I should go over there and be like, oh, we need to have shared custody or something like that. And then um, they can give me like a settlement. Because I'm like one of the, I don't know where I was going with that. But no, I'm really, I'm really happy for her. That's, that's amazing. I mean, she she really, that cat's like a chosen one. She's a chosen one. She, she said, me eat Frisky's food, me eat Purina, a joke. She is probably drinking wine. As her or champagne as her water now, but wow, I'm I'm happy for her. I hope she lives a long happy life, and her and the family really enjoy each other. And I wish all I wish the best for all animals. And the fact that she came from humble beginnings, it's it's a it's a heartwarming story 
that I think a lot of other cats and dogs can not aspire because it's like who their owner is they can't choose it's not like they can work you know work up to a point of you know getting a better owner but and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying uh you know I mean I think it's just an awesome story I think it's like when in that Mickey Mouse Christmas story where Mickey Mouse saves all his money and buys bitch-ass Minnie Mouse a friggin chain for her locket and then this mouse sells her charm on her locket for a harmonica harmonica case a harmonica case for your harmonica case um a harmonica case for mickey and mickey sells his harmonica to buy the locket for her so it's just so it's it's so amazing and sad at the same time and it's what a mouse-tacular story so Mickey sells his harmonica to buy a charm for Minnie's necklace. And Minnie sells her necklace to buy a harmonica case. Harmonica case. A harmonica case for for Mickey. So they both literally sell the things that they love most to buy something for the person that they love most. So they're they're willing to give something up that they love so much so the other person could be happy. And they both did that. They both did it. And it's such a heartwarming story and it makes you cry because it's it, the true meaning of Christmas is that these, these mice love each other and how we love each other as humans. How I give up something I love for somebody that loves me and they would do the same. And I'd rather have them have a happy Christmas than me get what I want as a monetary gift. That's, that's beautiful, man. That they really love each other. And she's not a bitch ass. I don't know why I called uh, Minnie a bitch ass. I don't think that that was appropriate. And it was a sweet story. I don't know why I had to do that. But I did. So, <laughs> I apologize for that. But that's just a sweet story. And every time I see it on Christmas, I never think I'm going to cry. And I cry every time. Because they sold the things that they love most to make someone else happy. And they both did that. And even though they do, they didn't even have, like, Minnie couldn't have the charm for her necklace because she sold it. And M- Mickey couldn't have the harmonica for his harmonica case because he sold it. But even though they don't have the things they love physically, like, monet- monetarily... They both love each other so much. And that was the true gift. The love that they had for each other. So I hope I didn't ruin it for you. I mean, if you've never seen it, it's a sweet story. And I think you should see it live. Because there's just something so special about it. Two mice loving each other. It's just... A story that we all need. And I'll always stand by that. So I was shoveling today. Because today was the day of the storm. And... I was out there shoveling and my car is parked in front of the next door neighbor's house and I was shoveling and I was shoveling the snow from my car and then shoveling it behind my car right behind my vehicle and then there's a driveway behind me but I was putting it in like right behind my car before their driveway and I'm not gonna lie the first the first 
shovel full of snow that I had, I like threw it up whimsically like I was on a television show. And I think that's what caught the attention of my neighbor. But my neighbor was like, and also that space between my car and her driveway is owned by the government. So I could do whatever I want there. You know? So. Are you kidding me right now? My sister's over here like lackadaisically coming out of her room. Um, So yeah, so I was shoveling. And um, this woman comes out of her house apparently she was watching me and she was like don't put that in my driveway don't put that in my driveway and I'm like I'm not putting it in your driveway I'm putting it behind my car and she's like yeah because I have to shovel that out and I'm like it's behind my car and then she's like put it to the front of the car and I'm like no I'm not gonna put it in the front of the car because that's where I'm coming out of and she was like well well, don't put it in my driveway and I said I'm not don't worry because I wasn't even though I threw the first one up whimsically that was just the first one and then the others were gonna be right behind the car which they were and it was just like the audacity. And my cousin literally came over with a snowblower, which I think the snowblower is one of the um, best inventions of mankind because it just literally makes something that a human would take like an hour to do, like two minutes. And my cousin did the front of her house with a snowblower. And instead of a thank you for doing that, I got screamed at for supposedly putting more snow in her driveway. And the best part is, is that I was wearing a Hello Kitty hat. So she was like literally shitting on me and I had a Hello Kitty hat on. Like, and not even, like, a Hello Kitty hat, like, um, like a beanie kind of hat. It was literally, like, the hat that covers both of your ears and has, like, the two little tassels at the bottom. Like, I literally got screamed at while wearing a Hello Kitty hat. And how can I even, like, defend myself properly when I'm wearing a Hello Kitty hat? Oh, um, so the last thing I want to talk about is, this is actually really cool. So, I found it out at, at work. My boss was, like... He's like Russian, so he talks like this. And uh, he was like, I have very interesting news, everybody. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is it? You know, I thought he was, they were going to do like a group firing or something. Or it was going to be somebody from um, My Secret Boss. And uh, like they were going to drop the hammer on somebody. But that's just where my mind goes. It wasn't that. So he was like, um, we have big news. We're actually going to have CNBC come to the workplace. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing because like, I love television and I love the thought of being on television. I'm like, you know, a ham. I'm really a ham in real life. So as soon as he said that, I said, I need to find a way to be on this, to be on this little segment that they're doing for CNBC, because what are the odds that CNBC comes to my company? It's not like a a, a known, like a, a known company. So I was just like very surprised. And I said, you know, best believe, you know, I worked here for five years that's I didn't work here for five years to not be able to be on television best believe I was going to be on television some way or another or some way or another one way or another one way or another I'm gonna be on a television 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 <laughs> so I made sure to tell my friend because I work on one side of the warehouse and I thought that they were just going to film on one side because that's where the main area is. And I told my friend, let me know when they're here and I'm going to walk by and go to the bathroom. And when they were here, I walked to the bathroom and I was like, perfect, because I saw them setting up and I was literally walking right by the area where they were filming. So I was like, perfect, I'm on television. And supposedly it was just a practice shot. So I was like, oh, man. So then I went to the other side and I was all sad and stuff like that because it's it's just one it's a once in a lifetime chance. 
So I was over there and it was fantastic. Like my big boss, the owner of the company was walking around and it was supposedly like a segment on returns. Then my company was doing returns and um, they were filming my boss walk around the warehouse and they were filming him. And when they were filming him walk down this hallway, this walkway by where I work, I walked in the background and I was like, at least I'm in the background. And then he literally walked on top of the table where I was working and the guy was filming and I'm literally, you'll see me right behind him talking. I was there like moving things and it was great. I was like really like old 1920s Hollywood grabbing like items off the table and putting them in boxes and just being really theatrical with it and so I was like this is great because he I was in the background doing that so they definitely got me because I'm right behind my boss and it was awesome like the camera guy focused on me and he was like filming me walk around and then he came up to me and he was like can I film you like separating the items and I was like yeah sure and like I have to separate items and put them into boxes that have categories and I was doing that and I I got like nervous where I completely forgot how to do my job and it's like super simple but I just got like nervous so and things weren't scanning like sometimes the, when the things always you know usually the things scan and then you just put them in the category but these weren't scanning so I had to like do something with it because you're not so you have it only goes in the box if it scans and but he's just getting the shot so it doesn't matter but it was fantastic I had like this big this big like metal cooler and it didn't scan and I got all nervous and I just shoved it into a box because I was taking too long to make a decision to do what to do with it and he had to like get good b-roll and I just shoved it in the box that said baby and it's definitely not a baby item so it's fantastic and then um after that he was like taking still photos and then it was I was also being really theatrical and it was like I felt like a celebrity like I was walking to the box and back and I was getting like my, my photograph taken it was amazing and I was just like you know really you know like posing as I was walking I felt like you know paparazzi like um no photos please you know like uh, putting my hand next to my face but yeah that's supposed to come out in January so when I get that information I'll definitely let you know on the podcast where to watch it because I'm excited to see it I really uh I can't wait to see how that came out and I think I'm going to be a star. I think this is just the beginning. And I think this will catapult me into the career that I want. But I just, you know, I made sure I was going to be in that commercial. And it's just really cool how things lined up to where I am like the poster child. From what I've seen. I was the one who was really, like, all my other workers, my coworkers were, like, shying away from it. So, I was, like, the poster child for the company. So, I'm really hoping the focus was on me. But, like I said, who knows what this could turn into. Maybe I'll get signed by Warner Brothers Pictures to make a movie. Or maybe Amazon will hire me for a commercial. Because I was just that good. I was just that good at grabbing items theatrically and putting them in the, putting them in the wrong place but yeah when, when it comes out I'll definitely get that information for you I'm excited to see it I want to have like a little party with my other coworker, and we can have like popcorn and watch and laugh so I think it's going to be very funny to watch 
because I, I look like a deer in headlights a few times for no reason. Like I've done this shot for five years. I could do it with my eyes closed. And when a camera was on me, I was like, I was like, it was like all the SpongeBob's threw the papers up in their mind. But uh, in my mind, it was like all the little Marys threw up the papers. But I was just so excited. And it was a high-tech camera and everything. I got lost in the lens, people. I got lost in the lens. But, yeah, I'll definitely keep you updated. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a good laugh. It's going to be a good time. But thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm so happy to be back. Um, I think I took off last week, but it wasn't because I wanted to. I just, um, sometimes so much is happening. And, like, I've been working a lot more at work. But I'm excited to, like, you know, I'm going to take a little bit of, um, work a little bit less so I can have more time and uh just more time for myself and then that gives me more time for the podcast so I'm excited because I I don't like just barely having time for it and then doing it I want to have uh a lot of time for it so I can really put you know my time and effort and uh, my creative energy into it all of my creative energy not just some but I'm just super excited I can't wait to create more I have some cool things coming on the way that I'm not going to tell you about but yeah thank you for sticking with me I appreciate you I love you um but I love you I don't know what that's from that's from some reality show but did he really did he really love her we'll never know but thank you for sticking with me I already can't wait for next week have a great morning have a great day have a great night whenever you're listening to this and I will catch you next week bye cousins (laughs) 